0: Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. This week, we're sponsored by that one video of goth kids dancing under the bridge. I'm Aaron L. I'm going, and I'm joined, as always, by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Hey. Hey. Do you want to also- go under the bridge and dance and dress up as Mortal Kombat characters? That was your joke. <laughs> they so all I- look like <laughs> Mortal Kombat characters. <laughs> I have to say, that was your joke. It was really funny. <laughs> thank you for stealing it I appreciate that I'm also joined by Cody Trenchcoat Allen
1: this is a pre-1962 trench coat not a uh, post-1962 trench coat
0: so you're not, you're not referencing like Columbine um, I just you're- think there was
1: a time when the trench coat went from class cringy and that was uh, the JFK assassination <laughs> in, in my mind <laughs>
0: Well, that's good to know because I um spent quite a few years wearing a trench coat. And now I'm realizing just how cringy I was. <laughs> if you're new to the show, here's how it works: Aaron has a sudden realization of his past and how bad it was. And each shows asks a question, and each shows gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues, and we move to the next question. This episode is all about cringe. I have today's first question, so everybody. Get ready to be awkward, and uh, I'm going to take this away. My question is, what cringe have you recently witnessed? Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I, I think I've got a story I can share about this. Okay. Oh, I'm very So um, I found myself in a neighborhood called Westport, which is just a bunch of old run-down bars, and it was like 2 in the morning. I was out with some folks. They were doing a lot of drinking, and I was very sober. So anyway, they were like ready to bar hop and move on to the next bar, and I was ready to stop hanging out with drunk people. Fortunately, one of my friends had sobered up, so we were like, you know what? Time for cookies. There's a place called Insomnia Cookies. <laughs> it is open till like three in the morning, so we popped on over to Insomnia Cookies. If you're looking for a good time, that's the place. There was a man. There, there was some... Insomnia
0: a line. Cookies is real? Like <laughs> I gotta look this up. up.
1: This is this a chain. It's a chain. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh yeah, it's all throughout the Midwest. I think it's like a lot of the nation oh, has. Well,
0: it. that Midwest, okay. No. They serve you. you
1: <laughs> they serve you warm cookies at two in the morning. Like the cookies are warm when they give them to you. It's very special.
0: How many people anyway. in that place do you think have like legit weird like? mommy issues like <laughs> oh I mean I saw a few I saw a few binkies and blunkies oh week. no 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 no! <laughs> but those were the ravers after they were done under the bridge right. Hey, I, myself. Your... I did it I your just your want credit <laughs> so you went to the cookie insomnia cookies oh, yeah.
1: and there's a line of course So there's like 20 people or so there's waiting line. Line. Oh, there's... it's three in the morning do I have to explain to you once more the premise of this place? <laughs> everybody is drunk it's 2 a.m and they have fresh cookies i <laughs> don't
2: like the stories those employees must have
1: oh and this was one of them so okay, we're all waiting in line it's yeah. gonna take us like 10 minutes to get through you know there's a man who is was crossfaded out of his mind i don't know where he went what drugs he took what alcohol he drank he was standing at the front of the cookie line he wasn't in the cookie line oh, and geez. he was lamenting the fact that he had no cookies I was he
0: like, Whoa, <laughs> so sad. I have not an cookie.
1: He's <laughs> just doing Shakespearean monologue. It
2: was He holds
0: my cookie-less <laughs> hands.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> just imagine it. him singing like an opera. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my cookies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was amazing. He was so far gone. What he thought was happening was that every time they brought cookies to the counter, those were his cookies. And then people who ordered the cookies would pay for the cookies and leave with their cookies. And he's like, hey man,
2: those are my cookies. Like he
1: a grown 30-year-old man looked me in the eyes and said, Hey man, those are my cookies. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Get in line and order the
0: cookies. <laughs> why why did nobody give him cookies? Yeah.
1: <laughs> he was it was scary. You know, like you see an adult acting in a completely irrational way. And you're like, I don't know what's going to go down. People get shot in this neighborhood all the time. So I wasn't ready to get shot. Like, you to know, be the that's to a good instinct
0: to have that I don't know if I do. Because, like, my only thought when I get into a situation like that is, like, well, that's interesting. Let's see how this goes. Like, let's, let's. That's an interesting toy. Let's play with it. Let's see what happens. Like, <laughs> I want to stick around for whatever happens here. <laughs> so it's probably better for you. So good, good job. Congratulations. I mean, maybe I did the wrong thing.
1: Maybe I was the Levite in the Good Samaritan story. <laughs> yeah, I, just, <laughs> I just passed him by.
0: You on the other side with your, your mouth, your, your lips full of chocolate. Oh, yeah. I... I think about that guy
1: um, once a month. I don't know if he ever got cookies. I don't know what
2: happens on. Can I share an insomnia cookie fact that I'm looking at as I'm looking at their website?
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. because the, as we know, the major thing that we do on this show is look at websites and describe Well, it to this people. is a fact. I'm not going to yeah. explain it too much. Okay. Um, but I'm looking through
2: the history of insomnia cookies. Yeah. In 2003, insomnia cookies was born in Seth, Browinski's dorm room at the University uh, of Pennsylvania. Not surprising. Uh-huh. 2006 was their first brick and mortar store. Three years. This
0: guy Three was just sell- selling
2: cookies out of a dormitory.
1: Yeah. Wow. Huh? I, I just, you know, just going to a man's bedroom to buy his cookies. Like, it's there's nothing problem. weird happening <laughs> here whatsoever. I love dorm cookies. Do <laughs> you have like an easy bake oven? What dorm has like an oven in it?
0: I one time I spent like several days just living in a dorm that I didn't go to the school there. I was just visiting a friend, Uh and they had like a common area that had like a whole kitchen, and so like I could live there, (laughs) and everyone just kind of like had the memo was like, oh yeah, you're just living here now, and it was cool.
2: So my wife she used to live in the dorms here on campus, Mm -hmm. Um, and they had a common area. For, like, the women's dorms,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: the men did not have a kitchen in their common area. And that's f- some messed
0: up crap. That's food. like some patriarchal cafe- crap, right? And the cafeteria is closed <laughs> on Sunday. This, and is so like, the- this is how they force you to wed. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that's what the right. whole scheme is. You have to go over there in search of food. Yeah, that's,
2: uh, anyway. Oh, they-
0: you would like nourishment? You must visit the women folk village
2: you must leave your domicile, your <laughs> caves,
0: to go and socialize and plead for food. <laughs> oh man. So wait, what was the point of that story? I got sidetracked my story. Yeah. That the women, that the guys just, it was unfair. That was just an, it's just a weird thing that it's yeah. just, uh, if a building
2: code could be the patriarchy,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird gender norm thing going on. You can live here, you
2: just can't cook food here. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> we all know men don't cook. No, oh, how could they? That's yeah. like one of the weirdest gender norm things because for the life of me, like almost every guy I know knows how to cook and is like into cooking and into food. <laughs> and like almost like I, very few of the women I know know how to cook. Like I probably yeah. count them on like well, one hand.
1: My favorite thing about. The school Andrew's talking about is like nine out of ten minutes are like, ah, I don't really cook. I bake though. It's like, well, that's not it's less helpful if it's, <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's I mean, the it's less helpful, helpful if version. If you want to do like a startup cookie style st- store out of your dorm <laughs> room, but yeah. Uh,
2: one time we that uh, is totally
0: the thing people saying it drives me up the wall. I don't cook, but I bake. Baking is like not cooking it's more complicated and it's like a science experiment you have to do like because when they say i bake they don't like they're not making like handmade french bread boules like you know they're not like really doing artisanal work they're like mm-hmm. following a recipe to make cookies cake batter cookie yeah cake <laughs> batter. right out of a box yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's i mean cool whatever i mean that's not cooking It's not even baking. Well, I'm going to answer mine.
2: I'm going to answer mine before (laughs) we're (laughs) gonna. Before we start saying things that we regret. Well, just wait. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) this is an experience that um, me and my wife had while we were uh, at Barnes and Noble, and I was going through the records, and my wife was with me, also going through records, and we saw these young um, youths also going through records, and one of them was going through the records and said to the other one, hey, have you seen this movie? And it brings up a record for the soundtrack to Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh. And yeah, I mean, that's a, a wonderful, amazing movie. Yeah, Probably really my favorite movie. It's
0: a good soundtrack, too. Wow, yeah, oh, yeah, great soundtrack.
2: Agreed. Um, this, this one youth turns to the other one and says, this is a really good movie. You should check it out. It's about these three guys that escape from a concentration camp.
0: <laughs> <By the way. laughs> oh, oh no.
2: <laughs> and me and my wife laughed hysterically. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, what three white
1: southerners
2: escape from Auschwitz.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: And I was just fun. thinking about the, the amount of confidence that you could <laughs> tell another person, hey, not oh, yeah. only check this out, man. Not only do I believe this movie is very good, but I have obviously not seen it. So I will give you some context, some clues about the movie. It's like that has nothing it's based, to do with it
0: based on the cover. Yes. They're obviously escaping. Hmm. They are wearing
2: stripes. So there are prisoners of some kind. And that Probably is a concentration.
0: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> it could be just a flub. Like, it could have meant to say prisons. I mean, you know, whatever.
2: I'm just, you know, I, I think, think one app that-
0: doesn't in the other. Guys. <laughs>
2: well,
1: that's originally how the Cohen brothers pitched it. but... Oh, it
0: gosh. Too soon, So Yeah, and it no was actually all south. like Yiddish music. But they're <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know how accessible that is going to be. <laughs> I'd still watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know uh, what, what would be the song. It's like instead of I am a man of constant, sorrow," uh, I was probably just still be I am a man of constant, <laughs> 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 just be like, Bum, ba, da, 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 da. like it's just the soundtrack to Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somebody should do a mashup of Fiddler on the Roof and and uh, oh brother, where art thou? Somebody who's a listener who's talented. I you know we that. have those. <laughs> Guys, I looked at our downloads this week and it really made me nervous. Like, a lot of people listen to this crap. I forget. Oh, Oh. anyway, I should give my answer (laughs) now that I've started (laughs) thinking about that. The thing I discovered that was like super cringy was uh, on TikTok. And I got real excited because I found a like old southern guy from like Alabama showing like tips for growing tomatoes. I was like, this is what I've come to the internet for. Like this is (laughs) this is like if if someone was like, let's make a TikToker custom for air. It's like, yes, teach me the ways of the tomato. (laughs) And so, you know, he's using his sassy, slow, drawling voice to tell you about tomatoes. And (laughs) he uh slowly revealed himself to be everything that i knew he was gonna be but i had like convinced myself he couldn't possibly be he was just and, a really
2: good person that understood and had empathy for other people and their you know their oh, situation. that would <laughs> <been great. laughs> but
0: he he turned out to be like all the bad stereotypes and he but the thing is it was super cringy because he would get like offended when someone would be like um you know maybe maybe don't City that don't don't say that racist slur. Like, you know, like people in the comments were being actually like really like patient, like and then he would like they were like trying to help him because you could tell they felt kind of like bad for him. They're like, oh, he's like an out-of-touch old guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So they're kind of like, you know, it it's I understand it's probably you know, like those are the comments. And then he was like, he would like make a video directed at that person. So like he doesn't understand the norms of online communication. So he makes like a whole video just going off against people and like accusing them of having like small pecker woods and like, you know, wetting the bed and things like that. And, and he just constantly, and then his whole feed goes from like a nice guy talking about like what he feeds his dogs and how he grows bigger tomatoes and, and like, all the, the little tools he's made around his house to like just insulting people because they told him he can't say racist slurs. <laughs> it was just, oh it all happened like over a week and it's so, it was just like so depressing. and sad. <laughs> to see him like completely misunderstand what he was doing and who he was talking to because TikTok, it's all like Z- Gen Z people and me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah. So, Let to give some warm
1: cookies.
2: Sometimes <laughs> I had like an experience where we were we were traveling during the holidays, and they were we had like our flight was delayed, and so the person at the desk is like telling everyone, "Like, hey, the flight's delayed. You're gonna have to wait a few minutes." And then he says, "Oh, and happy holidays!" And this old guy behind me loudly, "Merry Christmas!" I was
0: like, "Yeah, you showed him." <laughs> <laughs> showed you showed who the same person was here. You got him. I think I think maybe like just summing like the whole summary to this to this whole section is just oh brother. <laughs> uh, I don't know.
1: What is your favorite example of historical cringe?
2: <laughs> Thanks for asking, Cody. Um, so when I know my favorite historical cringe is really during the time of the oreo flavor renaissance meaning the last 15 years <laughs> um I, I mean i guess technically that's historical <laughs> no but my, my favorite historical cringe actually happened in 2016 actually before it, 2015 in the presidential primaries hmm. in which uh, a young young a hopeful <laughs> presidential candidate wished to continue the dynasty that his father and brother had laid before him. And at one point in a speaking event, he was giving a speech and he says this profound thing. I don't even remember. I don't think the annals of history will remember what he was talking about, but then he had to turn to the people and Jed Bush said, please clap. And they clapped to the things he just said in the speech. And Uh I I don't think there'll be anything more cringy to have happened since <laughs> than oh, a presidential hopeful telling a room full of people that are his constituents please clap please, please clap that's and like then the, clap at his thing
1: it's like the equivalent of oh brother art thou is you is or is you ain't my constituents <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly um, the, thing, the thing about that is there's like not a week goes by that I don't see something happen and I think to myself big jeb energy <laughs> just right? in my head. Well, I think that just the please clap is lived on further and longer than his presidency or hopeful presidency would have ever lasted. Like, it's eventually what he's going to be remembered for. Like, it's what he's going to be famous for. Oh, no man. one's going to remember that he was the governor of Florida. Nobody cares. <laughs> they better not invite me
1: to his funeral. If I give eulogy, I know what my last line is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Please clap. <laughs> <It was> all... <laughs> oh, uh,
2: I just—I think. Imagine being in a situation where you think that you could lead an entire country, but you also have to tell them, like, "Hey, you know what? You should also be appreciative of what I just said." And you should. It was so
0: you can just tell, like, as soon as he does it, he's like, "Oh, um. oh, Oop, oops." <laughs>
1: Here's the he could have done the same thing and won all our hearts over if he just had one of those applause signs. You know, (laughs) that they have in studio audiences and just pulled it out.
0: He just has he just has in his one one hand he's got a presentation clicker, the other hand he's got one that's just for the applause sign. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. I mean, I I don't know. I might vote for that. That's pretty I mean that takes a lot of uh Yeah, a lot of foresight to know that you're going (laughs) to bomb.
2: I I think part of being a president means you have to get excited to go out and vote for you. And if you have to tell people that want to actually be there, that they should clap to what you're saying or doing, I think is probably a good indicator you shouldn't be running for president. Because
0: usually even the most milquetoast, stupid presidential candidates who like don't say anything interesting, like still get applause like their problem is they have to like speak through the applause like it's like okay every every sentence everyone knows the applause lines and they're like yeah and so like that's what makes it extra extra cringy is that like that's a bare minimum like that's the floor not the ceiling <laughs> <laughs> if anything you should have to tell them like please stop yeah. you know, like
1: a Trump rally you know like some of the things he gets people to <laughs> applaud for and then yeah. Jeb Bush is like struggling to get people to clap
0: No, it's so funny because like the thing that, that Trump says that uh, always cracked me up is he like throws something out there to like see if it sticks he just throwing spaghetti at a wall and he's like <laughs> and folks we're going back to steam and he and then he looks like and and he's like and literally sometimes he says is that anything? Yeah, like he literally says exactly what he's <laughs> thinking. Was that anything?
2: That His one? aides are on the side trying to write down like, oh crap, we're gonna have to talk. <laughs> make sure this gotta... is something. Yeah. Cause oh. we're going to space.
0: Was that anything? Space force. Sometimes that's what I want to say. Like when I like know I've said something stupid. But was that anything? <laughs> Any chance Anybody? Did that
2: work? It's, it reminds me of like an aging rock star who's trying to like have a career again. And they're like, they just like scream or kind of mumble on the mic for ten minutes. Like, hey, is there anything? Was that usable at all? Is that good? <laughs> okay,
0: oh. <gosh>. all right. Get out of here.
1: Uh-huh. My what were you gonna say, Cody? Oh, I, I'm afraid to say it now.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, this is a safe gonna, space. It's yeah. just
1: us. It's yeah, very it's very just us. No, we are not, not recording not, I will, this. I will. I'll raise myself up. Uh So I, uh, through no fault of my own, ended up at a Shawn Mendes concert.
0: Uh huh.
1: <laughs> I didn't pay to go. I want you not, not. We did not pay to go. We got free tickets hey, for dude, shots, so we went. We I'm did not it, yucking on a yum.
0: You know what and I mean? We, if me, you wanted to see his curly locks bobbing back and forth as he sings was, good tunes it was me
1: my lady friend and like i don't know fourteen 000, uh 12 year old girls <laughs> it was a good time
0: yeah but did you my just tower
2: t- over them
1: two things two things you need to know about sean mendez uh-huh. number one he will only sing half the words he lets the crowd do most of the singing which is a problem for me because i knew zero of his songs i was like what's he saying what are they saying i don't it's very high pitched. It's a lot of twelve-year-old girls screaming lyrics, and I don't know, I' not getting the message. <laughs> Number two, he asked, you know, he's, he's such like a heartthrob. He's a model turned pop star. Yeah. Like, how are we doing tonight? And everyone's like, ah, just <laughs> and he did that seven times during the concert. <laughs> he had no other band. He'd be like, we doing okay still?
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: They loved it. I was like, you, I you feel like use that line like, six times already.
0: No, I feel like that shows people like he's like a compassionate, empathetic, you know what I mean? Like he really cares. Like he checks it. Like he's probably one of those guys that like, while he's making out, like he pulls back and he's like, Are you, is, is this going, is this going well? You enjoying this? Are you okay? I just feel like that's real sensitive and, and good. And I can see why they go. ah. Um,
1: they, they really felt heard. It really felt yeah.
0: <laughs> they felt they felt seen and heard. I guess
1: it's just been a, it's been a long time since I was a teenage girl. And I guess I've lost that feeling.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can. I get that. My inner teenage girl is, is long gone. I think Um, my answer for my favorite example of historical cringe is uh, <laughs> I'm going to get canceled. Um, I'm just putting it out there. So this is the show. I officially get canceled. But it's minstrelsy. Huh? Now, for the for those <laughs> that familiar, and not because it's good. Let me just put that right up in front. I don't like minstrelsy because it's good. I like it because it's like an inadvertent pirate uh... flag that people fly that lets you know, "You know what? This probably not a person you should be around or get involved with because they're going to do something real dumb. They're going to yeah, probably be poor decisions." So like Minstrelsy is like uh, white people that would dress as black people and do like song and dance, and it's like popular imagery. A popular the, term is called blackface. Yeah, from like the 20th century. And there's like a whole, the kind of like, I don't know, what, what would you call it? Theater entertainment like, tradition it's, like, based it's, around like, it. Vaudeville and it's like comedy ish. Yeah, but it was like making a caricature of black people. Right. And it's very bad. <laughs> Everybody should know that. But there's still these like weird cultural remnants of it that people, oh, yeah. It, people like don't realize, like, Oh, like having a black lawn jockey is racist and bad mm-hmm. or
2: that mickey mouse wears white gloves because <laughs> so menstrual so shows so wore gosh. white gloves oh, oh is that too much are we Did i just not hear gonna you get taking by- a
0: big old hit over there <laughs>
2: <laughs> well are we not gonna get bought by disney now <laughs> great
0: oh, yeah. now we've lost now we've lost them would it be we can better if i said with
2: sony is it better if I said Bugs Bunny? Bob, Bob Iger,
0: we don't mean it. We don't mean <laughs> Bob Iger. The, the thing is, and the thing is like, there's like weird, like people think, I've seen it specifically with like antiques. So I talked to you guys a few weeks ago. I'll, there's like a pizza place I won't go to because they uh-huh. have like, <laughs> these like uh-huh. Jim Crow, <laughs> minstrelsy looking uh, <laughs> bottle openers. on. <laughs> it is probably one of the cringiest moments in all of,
2: entertainment Americana entertainment and that's yeah. saying a lot yeah,
0: yeah. and the, and like it like bypasses I I have reason to believe that people are racist for other reasons but um it also like there's people who like it just bypasses their judgment they're like oh this is just fun old stuff it's cool like they don't even think about like what's the implications of having a caricaturized black person figurine like and so and and the th- the thing is like you could forgive somebody in like, you know, nineteen eighty, because, like, right. you know, the message hadn't like totally gotten around to like, hey, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> we're not we're throwing all this stuff away. <laughs> we're, we're selling it to the pawn stars, okay <laughs> <laughs> and And so, like now, I think, like like you said earlier, Cody, like there was like a deadline with trench coats. like there's <laughs> definitely a deadline that we, which we have long passed. For anyone to have like minstrel related paraphernalia or do blackface or anything like that. And it's like now it's like, (sighs) nope, no. And it's but it's I like it. It's my favorite example because. It is like a good red flag. It's like the reddest of flags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be um, like, eh, this person lacks judgment. There
2: is a, a person that we all know on Instagram who posts oh, a picture no. of themselves in blackface.
0: Oh my gosh. Um, oh. I
2: save that mess in case they ever tried to run for political office because this person is <laughs> also crazy
0: <laughs> and very political. So. Yes. <laughs> It's all, yeah, huh? It's almost like <laughs> it might be related. It's interesting how that someone who
2: denies <laughs> the reason, the purpose of the Civil War, also has a picture
0: of them in blackface. I'm not saying <laughs> it's connected, but it totally is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Cody, what's your example of historical cringe? How are you? Um, are you going to cancel yourself now?
1: Uh, I, now I really, I, I really doubt it. This one's okay. much less con- controversial than my Shawn Mendez stance. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, you're probably going to get canceled for that. What if our fan base is, like, mostly tween girls? I mean... I think we're on a list somewhere, if that's true. (laughs) (laughs) We have other problems. FBI's like, this guy's got a show listened to by underage girls, and he's on TikTok all the time. Book him. (laughs) Um,
1: No, mine is much less controversial. So... I mean, there's a lot of things Ben Franklin did, and I think there. <laughs> yeah. He's there like are the, a lot of things. He's like the whims- Most of his stuff is like whimsical, kind of cringe in like a fun, trolley kind of way.
0: Mm-hmm. My favorite
1: example of cringy Ben Franklin stuff is the principle of the air bath. I don't know if you know about this, but Ben Franklin had this really good idea, and he was like, "Bacteria, it's everywhere. You know, we got yeah. these germs, and you're not clean." The only way to get real clean, people are poor. Not everyone can afford a bath or running water. So what we need to do as a society is take air baths. It's real simple. Two steps. Number one, open all the windows in your house. Number two, disrobe entirely. (laughs) Boom, you did it. You're taking an air bath. Wait. You're cleaning yourself. The breeze is coming through and it's getting rid of all those germs. Clean air all over your body. It's good for you. It's holistic. It's organic.
0: Oh well, if it's holistic and organic, I'm sold. <laughs> it's also
1: paleo too, because the <laughs> it's very paleolithic. That's correct, yeah. Andrew. Oh
0: man, yeah.
1: I just I love it, and like of all my founding fathers, none of them have made me picture them naked, except for <laughs> Ben Franklin. He's the one out here being like, "I got this great idea. I do it all the time myself." Like, oh, Ben,
0: really? You never looked at James Madison and been like, mm, "That's a snack." <laughs> <laughs> He's not even a snack. He's the whole meal. <laughs> <laughs> but really, though, Ben Franklin, I love my thing. My favorite thing is that he like went to Paris and he wore a coonskin cap. <laughs> 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 and everyone was like, oh, shoot, that's awesome. And they were like super into it. And it made him like a sex symbol. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: It's <laughs> like that's how you know you have game. <laughs> <laughs> You're like. Let me, let me do it to him. I'm going to wear a good skin cap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, air bath. You know, that just sounds like he wanted to walk around naked. Like it doesn't sound like one of his, like an actual invention. He was just a closet nudist. Yeah. I, mean, just, I don't think yeah. there was anything in the closet. He was just a nudist. Well, the weird part about it is that he was like, you're still in your house. And like you open the window. Like, wouldn't you really to get the full effect to want to go outside? I
1: think part of it is airing out your house. It's not yeah. just about your own air, yeah. your own back chair. It's also about the house back chair. It's been no. a while since I've read up on this. Uh, in not, fact, when I learned the, about it, I immediately resolved to learn no more new information about it.
0: So you haven't tried it. You haven't experimented with air baths. I didn't say that. I think I might start it. <laughs> I think I might start doing it. Dude, I have a real problem. So like, I'm pretty blind and I wear glasses. Um, but like you know, like a lot of times I'm getting out of the shower or something, or I'm changing or something. I don't have my glasses on in the morning or something, and I like open my blinds, and I'm like oh, letting the light in, you know. <laughs> and like no. I don't think about like I can't see anything; everything's blurry. But I don't think like oh, people can see in. Like my room is directly facing the street; it's not that far <laughs> from the street. There's nothing to obscure the view of anybody, and I'm not thinking about that. People are probably just seeing. Seeing my bear Franklin butt. Just
1: like <laughs> so, if you do that, you might as well have the air open and get the benefits of the air bath.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna uh, try it.
2: Bear Franklin know. is gonna be my new rapper name. <laughs> <Bear>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's my turn. Um, hey. So <laughs> every time what, you're surprised. Every, time. every Well, I'm looking at the document, and I'm like, oh, who's next? I'm like, oh, it's me. I need to jump on that. <laughs> that's, that's the explanation you give every time. <laughs> that's how you know it's true. Um, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so it. what is the cringiest trend in your city of residence?
0: So mine mine is that there's like there's like this super mega, it's like a very fashy fashion trends that's like everywhere and it's like everyone's got like um w- uh wait what's uh the guy this the comic book guy with the scup sk- uh, punisher they've all got like punisher logo everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it mixes it's like <clears throat> it's like fascist um vigilantism mixed with Blue Lives Matter stuff and then it's also mixed with like boomer energy like so it'll be like a shirt with like the front is like a Blue Lives Matter Punisher logo and then the back is like one of those boomer shirts it's like so what I eat pb and J. I I kiss my wife I dive on the diving board and I live life what's t- you know what I mean like they make these like it's like their version of a Twitter bio you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> and it's like so it's just like a mishmash of all these things together and you're like what chinese factory worker is like you know what let's cut out the middle man let's put all the shirt on the shirt let's put it all together <laughs> and that's like i see people in like lifted dually trucks with like their whole truck wrapped in this kind of stuff and it looks so bad it looks like you're selling jet skis or something like why it's so <laughs> cringy and gross. And that's the place I live. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's all these, um, there's like a, a like a, a club, uh, like a, like a, like a movement thing called like the three percenters. Have you heard of that?
2: No, I haven't. Please explain.
0: They're like a they're like gun people who like believe in some sort of misattributed quote that's like when the time comes, oh, 3 percent yes. of this country will rise up and defend it with their with their rifles. or something. you know what I mean? And so it's like based around this thing and it's all these Roman numerals threes and like once you know what it is, you start seeing it like everywhere. It's like Illuminati stuff. <laughs> oh. You're like you know what's oh, man, crazy? It's everywhere. All of these people Think that they're gonna start a civil war at any minute. This is they were. I was just
1: gonna say, if they're serious about that, like they think it's like rifle time. And I gotta say, we, if they were serious, they would own battle drones. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know, they're gonna show up with their hunting rifles and get (laughs) drone strike right to the face, and they're gonna have no repercussion.
0: Yeah, they're like, check out this, it's like boom.
1: I want a bunch of like, um, what's Hobby Town USA geek chic guys like out here with their 3%ers, you know? <laughs> They're like, when the time comes, only 3% of us have the drones necessary to defend our lives.
0: They're like, sweet, I worked on the Mars rover and I have a giant robot tank coming to tear your face off. <laughs> I, I also don't
2: understand it's why It's just all things-
0: those Boston robotics dogs like... <laughs> 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 can't do anything to those you're dead i mean come on (laughs) why do they also
2: think the cops will be on their side well
0: i mean half of them are from what i could tell half of them are cops i don't know like they're or they're stealing blue line valor i don't know i can't tell really but they all have like a they're like very cop adjacent
2: (laughs) Mm. that is
0: very true it's just funny, like, I think, like, when we look back in this time in history, it's gonna be, like, that, oh, that, oh, we're, like, oh, that was the aesthetic of the fascists. Like, that's what it was. <laughs> like, you know, like, when you were a Nazi and you saw, like, swastikas, like, at first, you were just, like, that's just a design. Like, you never thought about it, like, being, like, the Nazis, you know? It's so interesting to me. <laughs> but in it's how so I sad, because the- it's not as cool as that stuff. Like, it, like come on, like... <laughs> That stuff actually has an aesthetic. This is just like made in China aesthetic. It's very bad. Walmart brand aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. It's like Walmart koozie aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I don't know. Cody, what about your city of residence? Do you think we'll have listeners after this episode? Or- <laughs> <laughs> covered all the bases. <laughs> uh, I got
1: here's here's the prompt. This question. I have very few qualms with Kansas City, uh, Missouri, like just- which is where I live. It's like my favorite place I've lived. I think it's an awesome place. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a trend here. Uh, people here, they love their football. We have a team called the Chiefs. The mm. Football Chiefs, I think, is their full name. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and our, our food of choice is barbecue. Uh-huh. And we have a new quarterback. He's, he's, uh, he's new. He's an MVP, Patrick Mahomes. He recently... People saw him out in public and he was putting. I'm bringing ketchup into this. So just get ready. uh, Oh, no. I know. know, I'm sorry. This is how it starts. This is how we really get canceled. (laughs) He puts ketchup on his mac and cheese, it's his condiment of choice. And as a result, one of his sponsors is now Hunt. Hunt's ketchup.
0: Oh, ew! <laughs> ew! Why Hunt's, ew! No, at least it's not Del I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's something. but he And he likes Hunt's ketchup, and he puts it on. And here's the thing. It's different enough. I get it. I dip my mac and cheese in ketchup. I know that's probably controversial to some oh, people. Geez. I don't know. Mac and cheese seems like a stretch to me. <laughs> but he takes it a step further, and this is like a sin. But he won't do it in public. But if he's at home, and he has barbecue... Kansas City barbecue. He'll put ketchup on it. He'll, sur- nope, he'll, nope. he'll pass by the barbecue sauce. Nope. He will put on ketchup onto nope. his smoked meats. No, that's
0: not. That's not okay. <laughs> those are those are all to censor out just the word, swear words that are going on in my mind. <laughs> was just, he gets a I big.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, no, it's it's a thing. He's like arguably the best new quarterback in the NFL. And he puts ketchup on his mac and cheese and ketchup on his barbecue meat.
0: Of course, someone who does that is someone who likes Hunt's ketchup. Because, like, Hunt's ketchup is trash. It's so <laughs> bad. It's just, all it is is sugar. It's just sugar ketchup. Oh, yeah. it's not, It's oh, not yeah. it's it the the that, legally like, t- allowed amount of fly lark. <laughs> oh gosh is that true i hope it's not someone told me that in high school and what i used to what i used to eat for lunch my freshman year of high school is i go into this the a la carte line and i would get they they sold a bowl of fries and i would get bowl of fries <laughs> and it was just white styrofoam bowl full of fries and then i would get some ketchup i would get another bowl i'd be like can you give me a loose bowl and then be like yeah and then give me a bowl and I'd put ketchup in it and mustard and then one day I was, I would, and then I would go sit alone <laughs> and eat my bowl of fries alone. Mm-hmm. And but then there was this like um super guy who's like super into acid. And he would like he was like a hippie kind of guy, and he would come and sit next to me and like talk to me about uh like cryptozoology and stuff like that. And it wasn't really more talking, he would just like talk at me about cryptozoology, <laughs> and then one day he was like Bro, you know that like up to like five percent of ketchup can be like fly larvae, right? And I was like, <laughs> and I couldn't eat bowl of fry anymore with ketchup, so I switched to nacho cheese. I asked him to put nacho cheese all over my fry, and I invented nacho fry bowl. <laughs> nacho. So I guess I should thank him. But I couldn't eat ketchup for like a year after he told me that. Uh, I just figured it hasn't killed me yet.
2: <laughs> I don't think that's true. I I don't. I looked it up online, and all the sources were very, very professional. Well, here's here's what we
1: can do. We can observe Patrick Mahomes as he goes try his career. And yeah. see if he exhibits any Jeff Goldblum fly like symptoms. <laughs> like, if he starts transforming, we know why.
0: He starts like licking his wrists and, <laughs> and rubbing his eyes. He already eyes. does that because he's a quarterback. He's licking his fingers. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> all, maybe all the quarterbacks are secretly like eating like fly larvae and they're like the flies makes, are in their. Fly, like, you know, flies have those reflexes. Yeah. Gotta
1: as a sports yeah! professional, this is crazy.
0: Oh, man, we just really stumbled on this. I hope that they don't come for us now that we know that we know too much. Should we start a club? Should we start putting Roman numerals about flies? <laughs> on, <laughs> on our shirt? 15
2: is a 15%. Is yeah. what's the 15? Is that a 5, X, 5%? X, 5% XB? of, of Which, egg larva in our ketchup? Is it, 5%? is it VX or XV? Oh, 15 is or no, no 15 it's is XV.
0: Yeah, XV. Okay, let me just, I'm ordering the decals now. <laughs> uh, um, man, that's, what a way to ruin barbecue. I get people yeah, mad at me yeah. because I put barbecue sauce on barbecue. And like, I kind of get it. Like sometimes it's like, yeah. I like barbecue sauce. I don't know. Yeah. Fortunately, Kansas City is pretty friendly about their sauce.
1: They like their barbecue sauce. They're like, they're like a they're saucy barbecue.
2: Do they put it on for you though? Like or they just say, here's some sauce Add some, as needed. Some places do. Most places it's on the side. Yeah, see, I like I like the barbecue
0: sauce on the side. Yeah, me too. Speaking of sauce on the side, what's your greatest trend in <laughs> 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 your city of residence? I don't know what this that is, means. Welcome to I room. have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um so something that I have noticed in my city of residence, and I think Cody can also help me attest to this is true. But um, there's some locally owned sandwich shops in the area in the city that I live in. Well, I mean that's not that weird. Well, like it's weirder. It's I don't know what it is, but ev- the only people that work at these restaurants are women that all oh. appear to be twelve. Oh, I know
1: exactly the sandwich shop you're
2: talking about.
0: Is that the Sean Mendes sandwich shop? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um,
2: but it's but it's like for like. Two of the sandwich shops, and I like I live, I don't live, I work across the street from one, and I go in, and every all the entire staff are young girls.
0: Oh, I know the name of that place. Isn't that Epstein's?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is a deli. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Epstein's deli. <laughs> um, but it's super well, weird because like I understand everyone needs to work. And I respect that, you know, you're going out there and finding a job at a young respect age, the hustle.
0: You, that's what but, you're always saying. You yeah. always say you respect the hustle.
2: Yeah. I, I say it all the time. Yeah. All um, the time. I just don't know what criteria or what do they put in the white pages? Say, Hey, <laughs> help wanted, <laughs>
1: There's like a middle-aged sandwich shop owner at the middle school handing out flyers to girls. <laughs> that's what I'm
2: thinking. Like, I don't You I like don't making understand. sandwiches?
1: Do you enjoy gender <laughs> stereotypes?
2: <laughs> we solely
0: recruit middle school. Do you love it when men tell you to go give them a sandwich? <laughs> oh, is that that maybe that's their target demo? Like that's yeah. who their customer is. And
2: see, I, I wouldn't like
0: being out or you've already established
2: the men in that town don't
0: have kitchens.
2: Right. Yes, exactly because of their dorms don't have the kitchens um
0: you don't have anybody in their dorm to ask to go make them a sandwich uh-huh. if they're like really <laughs> misogynistic you know what i mean did i ever tell you about the time i thought i was gonna be cool i was like in high school oh, i the well, the one time I was, no. the one time <laughs> I, I was like uh, i don't know probably maybe it was just after high school we we're hanging out at these friends of ours house and one of them was this girl that like looking back, she like wanted to be my friend really bad. And I was really bad and terrible about it. Like I didn't, I wasn't, I don't, I don't think I was mean to her per se, but I didn't like also be like, Oh yes, let me embrace this friendship. I was just like, Brr. um, which I now very much regret. And I feel sorry. And if she's listening, I recognize that I was a, a, a butthead and this in particular was a, butthead cause I, I, she like said something and I was like, Shut up and make me a sandwich. And I thought that was a real cool thing to say. Uh. And then she went and she made me the most delicious sandwich I've ever had in my entire life. Oh. And I never felt such shame as eating that delicious sandwich. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, she didn't say anything, she just went and made the sandwich. And I had to eat it in front of everybody. The, and they the just
2: the elusive
1: flavor shame
0: (laughs) (laughs) seriously it was his whole man i'll tell you what i never said that ever again
2: pretty cringy
0: (laughs) 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 but at least
2: like in this situation like i would be it's like because the labor laws in idaho are very very lax mm-hmm. so like i would be like i would understand if i go to a, a business and there seems to be a younger person working i'm like oh, that's cool i understand They're probably family but, or something you know yeah but every single person that is at that establishment of work mm-hmm. like they has to go through some effort in the hiring process
0: maybe they only make one uniform and it's like one size yeah <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, sorry, you have to fit the uniform to work here. We only made like fifty of them. It's a single run. It's just
2: really weird. It makes me feel uncomfortable. But they have pretty good sandwiches. So,
0: well, you know, people do say like Idaho is very normal, and there's definitely <laughs> no weird like uh, s- sexual gender tension going on in there. That mm-hmm. it's all mm-hmm. it's all kind of on a there's no there's definitely no like under 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 the cover polygamy thing going on or anything like that. It's just like a real normal kind of place
2: <laughs> where there's yeah. no no hate groups whatsoever.
0: Yeah, there's no like ruby ridges or <laughs> anything going on there. Just all across the board. Man, I really want a sandwich now. Well, I'm going to go make a sandwich. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Remember, your ratings fuel us. So please rate and share the show wherever you listen to it. You can also subscribe to receive new episodes the moment they're released by going to 3G3Q.co slash subscribe. You know what? We're like in the fifth episode and I haven't even checked. It's been like a couple years. I don't even know if that's still there. I don't know. Whatever. Go to (laughs) goodstuff.fm. We want to give a big thank you to our supporters on patreon.com. Where you can sign up to get access to exclusive stuff like unreleased episodes, deleted scenes, haikus, and much more. While you're at it, be sure to check out the other shows on goodstuff.fm, our podcast home. We'd also love to hear from you. Where can people get a hold of you? I'm on Twitter
2: at A underscore Sav. Tell me what's up.
1: I'm also on Twitter at opinionhavers.
0: I'm on Twitter at Aaron LM Goodwin, and if you uh, there's a if you like my tweet, I'll roast you, but I'll do a bad job of it. That's the thing I'm really doing. So go find that tweet. I know it's probably be a few weeks from now, but go back and like that tweet because I want to I want to do some real bad roasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we supposed to do? Oh yeah, other than that, <laughs> remember buy the poor guy some cookies. <laughs> I also want you to remember that Sean Mendez will only sing half the words and he will check in on how you're doing. And that's just because he's a sensitive lover slash performer. I also want you to remember to be a 15 percenter and buy our XV decals coming soon. <laughs> I also want you to remember to question everything.